0: Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. This is your host, Meryl Vandermover, and today in episode 134, I'm going to be introducing our summer series on techie homeschooled teens. I got the idea when I realized that a couple of teens that I know are doing some really cool things, and I thought that some of you might enjoy hearing about what they're doing. And I'm going to talk more about this at the end of the episode. But for most of this episode, I thought it would be perhaps interesting to you to hear what my own teens did when uh, they were still in high school and even younger than high school, when they were teens and being homeschooled and some of the things that they did to use their techie skills. So... You need to realize that my kids are now between the ages of 21 and 31. This was a while ago. Sometimes the technology they used is now obsolete. So I won't always mention exactly what they were using, but there are plenty of other ways of doing what they did. But uh, occasionally I will let you know what they were using to actually um, create or do what they were. I'm hoping that this might inspire you and your teens and as will the rest of the series throughout the summer. So to get into it, my boys both built and rebuilt their own computers. We, my husband and I bought them basic desktop computers, but they liked to game and it was they weren't fast enough for them. They wanted better graphics cards. And so they would save up their money, much of which they would actually earn doing techy things as I will share with you as we go along and I would come back from doing some chores and walk in to find all over the kitchen table bits and pieces of computer. I would freak out because all the schoolwork was on that computer, often they were busy with contests and various other things and they would just laugh at me and tell me it was no problem and they would put it all together again. And miraculously, somehow they did. And everything worked and worked according to what they wanted it to. But as a result, they learned a lot about computers. Obviously, they had to look up. I had no idea how to build a computer. My husband did have some idea, but he was normally not around. He travels a lot. And so they learned enough that my one son actually ran a little business fixing other people's computers. It was largely friends and people in the homeschool community where we live and they would say that something wasn't working and he would go and he would know how to uh, have a look and tell them whether it was something they actually needed to replace or he'd fix it for them. So he made money like that. Another thing that um, two of them did, was to create videos, movies of things, and then sell them. My oldest daughter got this idea when she went on a quiet tour with our church, and she enjoyed making videos, and so she did. She, at that point, once still used a video camera as opposed to just your phone, (laughs) and uh, she actually videoed pieces of the tour, came back, and put it all together as a proper video. She had commentary, she had music, she, she did a fairly nice job of it all, and then she sold them. Uh, in those days, we also still used DVDs. <laughs> so she would sell the DVDs to the rest of the people who were on tour, and some of them would even buy more than one because they'd send it to friends and family because she, she made sure that everybody was included on it. And then my older son, he did something similar with a couple of high school graduations where he was actually asked to go and video them, and then he got to sell it and keep the profits. So for both these, it was a win-win. They made some money and people got great memories. I think most of my kids at some point either created websites, either for themselves or for other people. One of my sons in particular went and actually learned how to do HTML. um, Well, The other one did too, but one of them used it to actually create and CSS and created websites for other people. He saw it actually before he was a teen. He was 10 when he made his first one for someone else and got paid for it. And he obviously just improved as the years went by. And he was making a lot of money by his senior year in college, creating really um, pretty impressive looking websites with backends and everything. My oldest daughter got a job, I, I know she, was, she kind of uh, advertised in our area to do various things and I'm not sure how she ended up with this job, but there were two ladies who wanted to make a recipe book and she got the job of laying it all out. So obviously she was doing that all online and she um, made money for doing that. My youngest daughter um, was very involved in theatre productions And she did quite a lot of graphic design, particularly for that. Initially, she was using GIMP. That may even have been when she was younger. GIMP is free, but eventually she moved on to Adobe Photoshop and she did um, most of her design work in that, if I remember correctly. I am going to put links to everything that I mention in the show notes. You can find the show notes at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. This daughter, the other thing that she used for theatre was uh, she eventually became a stage manager and she used Google Drawings to create her stage layout. Um, Google is great when you want to share it with a lot of people and so she could share that with everybody involved in moving things on and off the stage and she could show them for each scene what had to come on, what had to go off Um, and it was an easy way when she needed to tweak things when she made an update everybody would get that update automatically. Then my oldest son took senior photos and he spent some time and work editing those. And then obviously, people would pay him to do it. But I think my, maybe some of my others did the same thing, but he was the one I particularly remember, did a couple of different people's senior photos. You know, and as a teen, you know, he could charge less because he wasn't, it wasn't his job. So, people who were wanting decent quality photos but didn't want to pay so much, he was a great option. And in fact, when he got to college, he ended up being, um, getting one of his jobs at college was actually being the college photographer. And that gave him entrance into different events, etc. And he was at Stanford. So that was, it was quite fun for him. He got to see some famous people up close. Um, then he also got asked by somebody. So this wasn't something he did for money, but he got asked for someone to take, Uh, photos Uh, and was actually somebody in our church who was helping ladies in Mozambique sell bags that they were making. So the bags were coming back to the US and being sold here and then the money was going back to the ladies in Mozambique um, who were raising money to buy a truck to sell their produce from. And he was asked to make these because he had green screen and all the rest so he was asked to take the photos and edit them out so they'd look you know, the kind of things you could put up on a website for sale, which he did. And he did it as, um, you know, free because it was uh, just community service for him and didn't think anything more about it. But somehow the South African Airways Travel Magazine found the website with the whole story about how these ladies in Mozambique were um, being helped to improve their skills and to raise money etc and they ran a whole story on it and guess whose photos they used his so he went from doing something free to actually being in an international magazine and it was in their um, magazine the one month on south african airways flights he also used to do sound at church um, again it was a volunteer position and he would help on on you know mixing the sound etc for services he he and my other son both also did some of the videoing for the live streaming and, and as a result I think both of them end up getting paid for functions and they would go and work at church and do uh, audio, Etc. For weddings and funerals um, and just you know various other functions. So that's a skill. If your kids learn, you know they, they're going to have to probably start off doing it somehow, free. But then, you know, they didn't really do it to get paid. They just they just did it. And then it ended up they got paid too. Two of my children had YouTube channels. Well, at least two. I can't remember the others doing it with any kind of seriousness. Um, the one was more about makeup and that kind of thing. Um, I don't think it would last terribly long. But my one son did a lot of unboxing. So he would get product free, which is another way, he got a lot of techie products free, he would get products free, he would do the unboxing, or it would sometimes just be the stuff that he'd bought, and he'd also do an unboxing video, go through what it was, and do reviews like that. He also did a lot of, made quite a bit of money as a reseller, He would buy and then resell. The funny thing, though, is he was buying and reselling on Amazon and eBay. Sometimes he would find something cheap on Amazon and resell it for a higher price on eBay. Sometimes it was cheaper on eBay and he'd resell it on Amazon. But he would make sure he could make sort of $10 or $15 profit and he would take into account the selling and everything else, and that's what he did most of my kids at some point ended up I think with um with blogging and setting up their own um, blogs and again that was each of them would do it with um on whatever was their current passion so sometimes it was also to do with some kind of little business that they were trying to run Um, and that's something else that's very accessible because the blogging platforms are free so uh you know, WordPress, Blogger. I, I would suggest WordPress. Um, I also really like Strikingly, which just is a website builder. It looks very pretty. There's Wix, there's Weebly. So there's there's lots of options. In fact, we have a whole episode on free website builders. And obviously a blog is just a website that's got, you know, a lot of uh, posts and things on it. And then my younger son and my younger younger daughter, both youngest daughter, they both both... Um, some stop motion animation she was actually much younger than i think he was just a teen at that point at that stage i literally bought them a kit and they followed the instructions and they had a lot of fun and some arguments creating hilarious videos which were definitely the kind that nobody but family would really watch so they were not slick or anything else but it taught them skills and gave them some fun and kept them busy now, of course, you don't have to buy a special kits for it anymore. In fact, we have, FundaFunda has a, a unit study that you can purchase on stop motion animation just using free products. Now, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I don't even know how my kids could start any of this. I know that both my husband and I were techie parents. I mean, we've both been involved in the IT world. I'm a programmer. But a lot of what they did wasn't anything that I knew anything about, um, nor my husband. And so they actually did just figure this all out by themselves. Obviously, when they went, um, you know, doing Sound at Church, they obviously got trained there. But the rest of it, they just Googled and went on forums and asked questions and figured it out like that. So don't think you need to know for your kids to figure it out. Now, in our summer series, I've tried to get teens with uh, a lot of different interests. and So you're going to be hearing about um, students that create videos, some that do graphic design, cybersecurity, game making without serious coding, then is the are those that actually code, create apps. Um, you're going to see there's a mixture of boys and girls that I'm going to be interviewing. They're all teens and they're all homeschooled. That's the common thread there. The parents have varying different abilities in the fields that they are that the kids have got involved in so you can see all of the kids have taught themselves quite a bit and each of the students that i interview will explain how they went about learning it Um, and they also will give some advice and tips to any students who might want to follow in their footsteps some of the students we're going to have are actually The children of people I've had as guests on my podcast. And that's how I've discovered what the kids do, largely by following them on social media. And then I've seen what the children do. Some of them are my students um, in my live classes and or on teams that I coach. So why did I decide to do this? Well, as I've kind of intimated, I'm really hoping to encourage more teens to get into tech. Our world is very technological and it doesn't matter whether they're doing something that makes money for them or just exploring things and having fun. Getting to grips with tech and learning how to solve problems and learning how to teach themselves is something that every teen should be doing. The teens who I interview have lots of other interests outside of just tech, and I do ask them about this because I want, I want to get away from the stereotypical idea of some kind of nerd kids who just sit inside and are antisocial and don't know how to speak to anybody and just sit at their computers, perhaps in their mother's basement and forget to bath and all those kind of things these are just your I can call it normal teens they 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 are there are teens that have plenty of other interests and the tech is just one of them and so I think that they'll you'll find them interesting as you listen to their stories if you feel that your children really are at at the very bottom, maybe a kind of a ground zero for their tech knowledge. I would suggest you take a look at Funda Funda Academy's computer applications class. Like this is a full year class. Students as young as seventh grade can take it. In fact, I would suggest, you know, seventh and eighth grade is a good time to do it because then they're ready for high school and they will know how to use all the technology that they will need to for high school and going into college. Um, So you can take a look at that. Or if you're students know some and you think that they enjoy learning more because it's it's computer applications and digital literacy we do also look at things like um, you know how to be safe online we look at how to do online research Um, there's a lot of topics and you can see those all if you go and look and i will put the link in in also in the show notes so i hope you're excited for the summer and that you will listen in next week Um, we start next week with the first teen and this will carry on through June and July. Share this with the episodes with your own teens, children and or even younger than teens, and perhaps with friends and family, even if they're not homeschooled. This is going to be applicable to anyone with teens and to any teens. So it's all for now. Do come and join our Homeschool with Technology community on Facebook. And uh, if you're enjoying listening to this podcast, I would love a rating and review wherever you are listening to it. See you again, same time, same place, next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermeer. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.